So we've just finished two different church seasons, liturgical seasons, and now we're entering into a new one. Who knows what we just finished? You can give me either answer, one, one of two. What did we just finish? Advent and... Advent and... That's where we're going. Good. So what's between them? What's between Advent and Ordinary? All right, ready? One, two, three. Christmas! Nice. I knew you knew it. Yes. So we've got Advent, which was what color? Violet slash purple. Christmas, which was what color? White. And now Ordinary, which is? Green. Nice. And it's such an interesting name, right? Ordinary time. Like when you hear ordinary time, what do you think? Just a dream. Ordinary time, what do you think? Boring. Boring. <laughs> Nothing special about it. Nothing's going on really. Yeah, those are great answers. Yeah, when you, if you just hear ordinary time in no other context, okay, we're it's ordinary. Yeah, it's boring. It's there's nothing special. It's it's whatever, and yet the church when we celebrate ordinary time, it's anything but boring. It's anything but like nothing special, because in all parts of life there are times to prepare. There are times to reap rewards. So like we we correlate a lot of this to farming, right? So there's a time to plant stuff. There's a time just to let it grow. There's a time to harvest it. There's a time to to then like kind of tear it back down. Ordinary time is that time between like the harvests really. It's the time where we allow lots of planting to go on. Lots of things happen in our lives. So it's anything I would say but ordinary. But it's good to think that yeah like normally ordinary time is super boring. The church says, actually, this is the time for us to do the most work. This is the time for us to do the most preparation. So what we hear today in this gospel, right, we hear Jesus going into a synagogue and teaching. And what was he teaching with? Not necessarily what was he teaching, but what did he teach with? There's a word they use there. It starts with an A. He was teaching with A-U-T- there it is. He was teaching with authority, right? And when this gentleman stood up, he was, what? Like, there was something about him that was really weird. It was not bueno. However you want to say it, it will probably be close. Possessed? Yeah, unclean spirit. There was something in him that wasn't, shouldn't have been there. And so Jesus spoke with what? And what happened with the unclean spirit? Went away. So what's so cool about that is we're reminded in a very simple example that Jesus, who has authority, when he speaks in his name, things happen. And so that's an important thing for us to remember. All we're amazed, like, what is this? A new teaching with authority. Yeah, because we also talk about Jesus in many, many ways, right? We say Jesus is the, starts with a W. It's things I'm using currently. Jesus is the word. Right? Jesus is the light. Jesus is the way. He's all these things. He's the truth. So when he speaks, he speaks with light. He speaks with truth. He speaks with like, knowing the way. He speaks with authority because he is authority. For us, why is that so significant? Like, what do we take away from that today? It means like when we use Jesus' name, we use God's name, we speak, 
speak of like things that are of the Lord, we have to do them in good ways, which means our language is really important. Like it's not something we can just flippantly be like, oh my, blah, blah, blah. Like, no, like that's a big deal. So like in our, in our shock, in our, in our surprise, right? Like we want to use different languages. Like we can be like, oh my goodness, that's perfectly fine. But we don't ever want to use God's name in a way that would be unholy or in a way that is lacking or um, not showing honor to him. So we have, this, we have these two things going on today. We have ordinary time, which we recognize is actually anything but ordinary, where we, we have all the work that's going on, all the, the Lord is planting in us these new things. And we have this awesome teaching that shows Jesus' name as power. So that when we are struggling with something, we can actually call on his name. When we are conflicted with something, like we can ask Jesus for help because he has an authority to help us. But we have to remember to do it. And I think most of the time we just forget. We just think, oh, I have to do this by myself. We never have to do anything by ourselves. We always have God to help us if we remember. So the challenge this week is to count how many times you ask God for help. You know, if you, if you have like a little notebook or something, like make a little tally, like, okay, yeah, and just make a little mark, and then at the end of the week, you're like, oh, wow, I asked him like 15 times for help. Or then you're like, actually, I forgot to put my tallies down, so I don't even know if I asked him for help. But it will create an awareness in us to think, man, I do this a lot. I don't do this at all. So if you don't, if you don't know the exact number at the end, it doesn't really matter. It's just a matter of, are you making an effort to recognize that 